0: Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What do you do when no one else is watching? What do you do that makes you happy for no reason at all? What are you obsessed with? I'm Leslie Arfin, and I'm a writer, but I'm also a dancer, a painter, a vapor, a dollhouse enthusiast, and basically just an overall hobbyist. My podcast, Filling the Void, is all about what other people are fanatically into— We talk about hobbies, even if you don't have one. Listen to Filling the Void on Tuesdays on the Erios Network. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com Hi, it's Dave here, and I'm with my wife, Kathy. Hello. And we're going to the cinema. It's Friday night. It's just the two of us. It's date night. (laughs) It's 9pm, it's way past our bedtime
1: Yes, and we're going to a horror movie For obvious reasons, it's almost Halloween (laughs) Yeah, (laughs)
0: almost Um, And we're going to a movie called Halloween
1: Is that what it's called, Halloween?
0: Yeah, it's called Halloween What did you think we were going to?
1: No, no, I I knew it was I just thought there was another bit to the title
0: Oh, well, interesting you say that, uh, because... <laughs> I thought it was going to be ...the second should be.
1: Halloween something, you know, part deux.
0: This is the third movie in the Halloween franchise to be called Halloween. Right, okay. And nothing else. <laughs> so there was the original Halloween in 1978, then uh, Rob Zombie remade Halloween, a reboot, so to speak, about ten years ago or so. And, and then, then there, there was even a Halloween two... There's two Halloween twos... Okay. Because he did a sequel to his reboot, okay. and there was obviously the original sequel.
1: Sounds amazing. And
0: this one... This one, okay, is a direct sequel to the first Halloween from 1978, but it's disregarding all other sequels. Okay. Which technically makes this Halloween 2.
1: Right. Or Halloween Part 2, as third, I said it should be called.
0: But this is the third Halloween 2. <laughs> okay. Which would make it Halloween 2 Part And three. I have
1: to confess that I... Have kind of seen some of the Halloween movies and get the gist of them, but have never sat and watched a full one. Yeah. What uh, about you? Have you seen a lot of them?
0: Um, I've yes, I've seen quite a few.
1: It's the kind of movie that you're kind of like, yeah, I've seen bits of it. I don't care to go back and watch it again, but I'm actually excited to see this one because it's doing really well. Will I read you some fun facts? <laughs>
0: yes. This is from I'm, Jamie
1: Lee Curtis's Twitter. Sounds like a lot of fun. Biggest horror movie opening with a female lead. Biggest movie opening with a female lead over fifty-five. Second biggest October movie opening ever, behind Venom. She didn't say.
0: What movie is she talking about? She's talking
1: about, She's talking about Halloween, about part two. and then biggest Halloween opening ever. So they're pretty big stats.
0: Biggest? Uh, hang on now. that's, that's a, last, that last one's misleading. Is it the biggest Halloween opening ever, or is it the biggest <laughs> Halloween opening ever?
1: I don't know. We should tweet Jamie Lee Curtis.
0: Well, clearly, it's not Halloween. Right now So it's not the biggest Halloween opening ever
1: Interesting Which means it's the biggest Halloween opening ever Right Jamie We'll be questioning you on that last one But other than that I'm all for it Um, Yeah so I mean I don't go to horror movies ever We've done very few on this podcast We went to What was the one we went to A few months ago With your friend Alex Uh, Hereditary Hereditary That was scary And is that the only one We've ever done on this podcast
0: We also uh, We're about to do another Halloween movie as, a, as in we're doing a Halloween, not the series. <laughs> we're doing a movie. So we, last year we did a, a poll asking people to pick on Twitter a at the A scary movie.
1: Let's use the word scary, a not scary Halloween. movie yeah. that
0: Cathy hadn't seen.
1: And we saw The Exorcist, which we, we both it. really liked.
0: So we did that again this year. So that poll is now on our Twitter at the Cinemile. It's probably going to be finished by the time you've heard this, uh, or you're hearing at this. the moment, so I think
1: the ahead, and I'm like, yeah, but I've... I know the ending of Sixth Sense So I don't know if there's any point in me watching the movie Well
0: we'll talk about that we'll when and if you're watching it one. So we will either be watching this weekend The Sixth Sense The original Halloween from 1978 The Wicker Man from the 70s Forget the 73 And uh, The Lost Boys Which I want to see but the coming the third
1: um, but yeah, anyway, we're g- g- rambling on. Um, we don't normally go to horror movies. This is the third or fourth horror movie of this podcast in a lot of episodes. So yeah, exciting times.
0: All right. So uh, yeah, we'll see you, see you on the other side. side of Halloween. The movie, Ooh. not the, the date. Ooh. Are you all right?
1: Oh, that was a ghost. <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs>
0: oh, no. I've waited for this night. He's waited for me. Ah! I've waited for him. Get out the long Get inside! You don't believe in the Boogeyman? Ah! He's here! Michael! You should.
1: And therein lies the best part of the movie.
0: Did you not enjoy it?
1: Do you know what? It started so strongly. I was like, this is really confident. I really enjoy it. Obviously appreciated the fact that there was a podcast plot. I really enjoyed Jamie Lee Curtis. And I thought the setup was really strong, honestly. Yeah. Um, so there's a, lot, there's a lot to say for this movie. I think it's a good movie, I really do. Um, but for me, by the end, I was a little bit over it and got bored by the end and felt that it dragged a bit.
0: Do you think it was good, though?
1: Oh, I think it's a very serviceable okay. horror movie. I think I it was f- good and I really enjoyed a lot of the direction. I thought there was good flair to it.
0: Yeah, same. I feel like we should give a, a quick synopsis of what the, of what, where we are here, just for anybody who's... who's <laughs> unaware of what the Halloween
1: I mean, thing is
0: all about. So it's been 40 years since the first one, all the other ones have been ignored so 40 uh, years
1: since Jamie Lee Curtis was um, the victim uh, when loads of her friends or whatever were murdered and she survived and, and she's grown into this world weary woman who lives in kind of a fort and has had quite a sad life and that was interesting, you know, the exploration of how a victim lives her life after this, I, I found that really compelling. And like her, how her relationship with her daughter suffered. And then 40 years later.
0: To the day. To
1: the day, Michael Myers, um, no, a day before, two really annoying intrepid podcasters was quite funny show up with the same recorder as we do or very similar to ours. And they're um, quite serious. And I think like, it's a, they're clearly like, supposed to be kind of serial-esque type of people. And um, they want to get behind this story and they want to interview Michael Myers and Jamie Lee Curtis. And anyway, they, they kind of set the whole thing off. And on Halloween, Mike Myers escapes.
0: And yeah, blah, 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 into. He esca- look at Yeah, he escapes and there's murders, right. Yeah. Um, You're the one
1: who wanted to do a synopsis. Yeah, but you were taking forever. Well, I don't know why we needed to do a synopsis at all. Um, First of all, we're never that annoying when we're podcasting.
0: <laughs> right, yeah, right. Immediately, I was um, like, they
1: need to die they
0: were so annoying the two podcasters um, and they kept making so so many mistakes like like from a from a setup point of view so
1: they're recording someone talking and they're faced away from her like even I po- know I'm pointing do that. the
0: microphone at them um,
1: and they didn't have the thing we have over sp- ours where you like uh, block wind yeah even though they were
0: recording outside yeah I mean come on yeah, guys come on. um and there was also a really annoying bit where the podcasters are interviewing Jamie Lee Curtis in her own home and she puts the recorder on a table, and then we get this wide shot of the living room, and they are—they could not have been sitting further away from each other. There's no way that table was picking up anything from Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> but
1: Dave, your thoughts on the movie? It's really <clears throat> cold. We need to. This is a, this is going to be the quickest cinema I'll ever. Um, I
0: yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was good. I thought it was a d- really decent, uh, decent little slasher flick. Decent
1: little slasher flick. We've established it's a very big slasher flick.
0: Yeah, whatever. I mean. Uh, I'll... Horror movies are profitable I don't pay attention To the box office And it's not a sign of quality I'm not this, saying it's
1: a, I'm saying this isn't A little horror flick
0: It is It is little It was made for 10 million That's why it's So these movies Are so profitable No I'm something. not talking
1: about I'm just saying It's not Like in the zeitgeist It's a big deal So don't dismiss it As a little flick
0: That Okay well I'm gonna keep going With the word little Because <laughs> it is little It's It's little In the grand scheme of things I'm not gonna talk about this five years from now it's not oh I'm not
1: going to talk about it five minutes from now
0: it's not it didn't revolutionise anything it was um, it's a a,
1: very nice sequel though
0: yeah it's very well put together it's got some lovely thematic ideas in here Uh, really fine performance from Jamie Lee Curtis it ticks all the boxes you want from a Halloween movie from a slasher movie since this is the franchise that is the genesis of all those tropes. So it hits, ticks all those boxes. It's fun. It's, um... And, uh, yeah, directorial flair. David Gordon Green, I think, is the, the name of the guy who did this, who's uh, directed Pineapple Express. And oh, wow. And actually, one of the co-writers movie, of this movie was Danny McBride.
1: Oh, I did notice that. Yeah,
0: so there's a lot of, like, nice little comedic touches to this as yeah, well. Yeah, there was a few laughs. But it's confident. There's a whole section in the middle this isn't a spoiler but um, where we see we follow we, there's a great tracking shot following Michael Myers um, around the neighbourhood and I thought that was, oh, really, that was really
1: amazingly well done yeah <laughs>
0: really well executed and it
1: really captured the chaos of actually if there was a serial killer on the loose on Halloween that's scary because everyone's in costume and everyone's doors are open and 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 it was really there's yeah we I mean we don't want to go spoilery but yeah that was an amazing shot that's we actually both turned to each other and went this is awesome very quietly of course um,
0: that was that was, that was the did best you bit. feel
1: it lagging towards the end though
0: yeah it it's not it's not a long movie by its running time but it felt long yeah. and I was quite just over it at about the end, three quarters of the way um, through at the
1: like checking our watches at the same time
0: yeah one one too many sequences I think it could have. Um, could have done with it maybe twenty minutes less. I think it could movie. have been
1: scarier. Like for an 18s movie, there was no real scares for me.
0: Does it's it? okay. It's difficult with this genre because it has been done to death. There's been eleven of these. Not only that, it's been aped for forty years. <laughs> I know. So there, there is no way. Like this, this movie um, f- doesn't really hold a. I mean, the Halloween original doesn't really hold a. A dear place in my heart because we were we we're the, kind of the wrong generation for this. We grew up in the nineties, so for for me anyway, it was Scream. Yeah, love was, Scream was the big one, and that in itself was a parody of the the tropes that were set out by this movie twenty years previously. So this is so well established that when you're playing in this this ball pit it can't really be scary or it, or it, no it, it
1: could can't. still be scary come on there wasn't even any good jump scares really like, like they
0: could have which I, I was well there was lots of jump scares yeah but there but, was no
1: moment where the whole audience kind of gasped or you know when you're at a horror movie and, and there can be really fun communal gasps I didn't yeah. feel that in the screening
0: and but it was suspenseful it was sufficiently suspenseful it
1: was sufficiently suspenseful I'll agree with that I think we should get to su- suspiciously, su- sufficiently suspenseful Spoiler Street alright it's very cold
0: turning onto Spoiler Street now for, for Halloween
1: ok so Spoiler Street my, my real only point is they spend so long setting up um, Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, potential house of horrors right like we're talking Macaulay Colgan in Home Alone this trap she's setting and then when it gets down to it so she makes us big fuss of, for example we need to have all the lights off Yet she walks around with the flashlight, immediately drawing attention to herself wherever she goes. She has mannequins everywhere. Why? Why, yeah, why are your mannequins all over why your head? You're of not mannequins. doing anything with them. And when it actually comes to hunting Mike Myers, he hides behind a fucking mannequin and you can't find him, okay? Yeah. So what are you doing? It was pathetic. That was her strategy. And then it didn't come together for me at the end with her, the daughter, and the granddaughter in that whole trapping him in the basement thing.
0: No, I like that. That works for me.
1: But it didn't work for me because it didn't feel like they deserved it. It felt like an accident that they got him down there. I didn't feel like he'd been lured. Like, why was Jamie Lee Curtis searching room by room and then caging off each room as she searched it that was clever cage them off before he ever gets there so he has no rooms to go into
0: yeah but yeah, but if he's in there you've trapped him and if he's not in there he's one less room to go to no I it's
1: don't smart. buy it it's, it's not just live in a smaller house like if I wanted to live in a house <laughs> yeah. that was really impenetrable I wouldn't live in one that's that, that big and full of mannequins it's a top and t- has balconies off rooms it's
0: a top tip you know if you're gonna trap a serial killer do it in a two bed semi
1: <laughs> and just stay down in the basement like they were perfectly safe and then they all left the basement
0: no but I was thinking that the whole time like what are you doing you're all idiots but then it turned out that it was all a it trap it wasn't
1: a together. cage it was a trap
0: yeah so so to be fair it did kind of make sense then
1: the bit I found interesting was the stuff about how um, Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter how she was raised which was like feral and and she was raised to be you know always feeling like she needed to protect herself and be hunted and like had a really fucked up childhood yeah. and the social services came when she was 12 and took her away but that's interesting and I wanted to know well how did social services know they sh- who called them
0: okay they should have spent way more time on that yeah, because Judy, really Greer's, Judy Greer's character wasn't developed enough no um, because Judy Greer ended up just playing the same suburban mom that we've seen her play in the last 10 roles yeah and she's a really good actress and a really good comedic actress and she, i just like to see her do something a bit more interesting and they didn't give her enough to work with even though that was the most interesting plot yeah it was and they really
1: interesting they
0: could have focused way more on that stuff and her and her mother's relationship which we didn't get uh, didn't, wasn't established enough for the payoff at the end to be rewarding um and what they could have done to focus more on that is cut the podcasters completely because they were pointless. Can well, and they were kind of
1: the impetus to the whole thing, though. Yeah, but it was I pretty enjoyed pointless. them. Yeah, but they were like, they were gone within ten minutes. Cut. I think they should have cut the granddaughter. We do not need to see yeah. another teenager at a school dance having a fight with her boyfriend. That's exactly running what I was going to say. The, forest. the boyfriend <laughs>
0: plot went nowhere. Yeah. Uh, didn't have a resolution. It was pointless. It was really she was only there to have friends. That he, that Michael Myers could kill. Yeah. Because you have to have teenagers uh, having sex.
1: Actually, the only person in the uh, movie that I genuinely had any feelings about dying was the friend, the blonde uh, babysitter. <laughs> oh, she. Her. She was great. She's such a good actress, and I need to look her up. Oh, I recognize her. let's do it live. Really? I no. You let's talk. not do it live, please.
0: Okay. Um, but so anyway,
1: she's the only one I actually cared <laughs> that she died. Someone. Um, and I really enjoyed the relationship she had with the little kids she was yes that stuff was great but again this isn't a, a movie about babysitters being killed this is Jamie Lee Curtis's story and her daughter's story and, and don't bother doing all that stuff as well and that's probably where they could have shaved the time off um, yeah you're right yeah I just I just found that stuff not compelling and like you said you know we've seen it in Scream even if we've not seen the original Halloween the,
0: the, well that's the problem they're in a little bit of a tricky situation because they want to do something all the stuff that was new and interesting which was the Jamie Lee Curtis uh, daughter granddaughter all that relationship stuff was interesting but it's still a Halloween movie and they want to tick the boxes so you have to have the teenagers and you have to have the knife and blah 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 blah, blah I blah. did
1: enjoy all the knife shots <laughs> I enjoyed the knives coming yeah there's a lot of a
0: lot of knifing
1: yeah um, but yeah I think look there's not much honestly I, don't, I think we should stop talking because it's really cold <laughs> it's so cold <laughs> the temperature's just dropped really suddenly tonight
0: <laughs> do you think if we stop talking you'll get warmer instantly I
1: think yeah Um I definitely think I mean I see why it's a success I enjoyed it for the most part but by the end was like oh, when's this going to end yeah same. Yeah. And but I love I mean, you know- the music was the highlight the use of the music oh,
0: even I recognise
1: the music and as I said I don't think I've ever really seen the movies
0: did you know that Michael Myers' mask is a William Shatner mask
1: no but his mask is properly scary I genuinely did think that do we know is it the same actor playing him no no, we don't no I don't know <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> someone will tell us
0: Go, find, go listen I mean, to a proper movie podcast at the, at If you the want end, these answers um, At
1: the end it doesn't really matter Because we never saw his face And it was clearly a young man In the body Like once the mask was on It was just a young man Walking around in that suit Like a stunt double really I like
0: it. I like that they never give you A full glimpse of his face that, Like yeah. the little teasers it's of like, it well, Are a lot life, scarier. He, I just
1: loved when the podcasters Were goading him I just thought Oh I cannot wait For you that guys today
0: But even That guy Sorry That guy was Such a tool was The way so in the beginning He's holding the mask You could feel it Yeah, that was weird. You can feel it. But I thought all
1: that stuff in the mental institution was really scary. Like I was loving all that stuff.
0: Yeah, the yellow line was a good little touch. Yeah,
1: and so like I would say the opening kind of twenty minutes I really, really loved and was really surprising myself. And and I think they were probably the more original bits. Um, and the
0: bit after the the bus has cra- First of all, I love that they didn't show us the bus same, crash Same, yeah Very clever
1: That was so good And that little kid gunner and shooting people was a surprise
0: um, Yeah, that was that, even that bit was interesting yeah. But just like, there's a lot of lovely little, little moments like that With the father and the son in the car And then they come upon, uh, upon the bus crash and then you just see the the people in white walking on either side <laughs> yeah, of the car. that was that's, scary. that's a scary setup. Actually, do
1: you know? I think I've just pinpointed the moment it all went downhill. It was after that amazing tracking shot of him on Halloween night and the babysitter being killed, and then it was just business as usual. It's a little bit all over the place. Yeah. It's kind
0: of a movie in several parts. Yeah, and they don't all gel together. But there's a lot of really fine ideas in here. I thought, and I thought, it, I thought it was fun. And I think if you if you're listening to this a year from now, and it's uh, available on your television right now, I would have no problem recommending it for a for a sort of Friday night popcorn, few beers kind. You're of You're not vibe. recommending
1: it for the cinema then? I don't know if
0: you're. I think if you're a diehard Halloween fan, maybe. But I'd, I guess it's fine. I don't know. It depends on what you what you whether yeah, you think you get funny. value out of spending. £15 on
1: this I probably wouldn't (laughs) Um, but what I would say you should do is you should subscribe to the cinema on Spotify because we're now on Spotify
0: Um,
1: which we're very excited by yeah we're on Spotify
0: you might be listening to us on Spotify right now
1: (laughs) one of our 10 listeners on Spotify hello Yeah. Um, you can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts and if you do so we'd love you to leave us a lovely review or anywhere else you listen to podcasts and also subscribe to us on Twitter Facebook Instagram we do lots of fun things on Twitter and Instagram in particular we do lots of nice polls and you know you get to pick movies we're going to review so please follow us there and thanks for listening
0: good night everybody be safe
1: good night lock your windows okay
0: I met this six year old child with this blank pale emotionless face and the blackest eyes the devil's eyes Mm. I spent eight years trying to reach him and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. I'm Jesse Cruikshank, and I've always been told I have a face for podcasting. So I launched a podcast... It's called Phone a Friend because each week I'll break down the biggest stories in pop culture, but when I have questions, I get to phone a friend. I'll phone a royal watcher to find out why Prince Harry is acting like a real housewife. I'll phone a tween to please explain euphoria. And maybe I'll even phone a backstreet boy to find out if I still have a chance. I don't? Okay. New episodes drop every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts.